Since its launch in November 2015, Fresh as the Word has been a documentation of sorts for me, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. As I journey through my love of music and pop culture, as well as using this platform to share my growth on topics important to me, which includes topics involving women's rights, people of color, and the LGBT community through the artistic lens of pop culture. As an ever-evolving podcast, I'm going back to my roots focusing more on the music artists I'm passionate about from the past and present. From the classic hip-hop artists I grew up on, to the new faces of dance, and from the metal bands I've long appreciated, to the indie alternative artists stealing my heart, Fresh of the Word aims to tell the stories of those who need their contributions to music known, while also exposing my audience to the next artist to watch out for, sometimes before they blow up. Welcome to the Fresh of the Word podcast. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. Like always, we have the freshest of guests for you. For this episode, we are talking about the debut album from the UK alt-metal band Vexed, titled Culling Culture, released on May 21st of 2021 via Napalm Records. Joining me for this episode is the band's lead vocalist, Megan Target. After dropping a pair of brutal singles in 2019, with Elite featuring CJ McMahon of Thy Art Is Murder and Dominate, the Hertfordshire foursome made enough noise to link up with Napalm Record for the release of their debut album. With Culling Culture, the band dives into topics of hate and anger that is so prevalent in today's society as a way to show people dealing with any sort of struggles in their lives that they are not alone and can prevail. During our discussion, Megan shares with me how the band got started in the making of Culling Culture, We also go into the topics covered on Culling Culture, her experiences with sexual abuse, how discrimination is perceived in the UK, and even our favorite hip-hop and grime artists. So, after a short word from our sponsor, let's get into this interview with Megan Target of the band Vexed. And now a brief word from our sponsor. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel seeks to bring original tributes to pro wrestling's classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest. They also provide an array of services. In the world of wrestling where there are hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads, don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20 by 20 also hand screen prints all of their tees in-house. If you would like to discuss a possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, even Zubaz, then drop them a line. Go to 20by20apparel.com. That's the number 20, the letter X, the number 20, apparel.com. All right, all right. All right, welcome back to the Fresh of the Word podcast. And like always, we have the freshest of guests for you. And my guest for this episode is the lead vocalist for the UK alt-metal band Vexed. And her name is Megan Target. And she is awesome. Hello. And that's an awesome name. <laughs> How you thank doing, you. Megan? I'm really good, thank you. How are you doing in this shitstorm of a world? <sighs> right now, um, 
kind of tough, man. It's it, it's mm-hmm. a little tough. It's it's been just like like every you see like you see things starting to sprout up again that we thought maybe we were you know past we could learn from during this pandemic and we're like yeah Yeah. nope um you know uh shit uh you know cops are killing black people again and there's you know mass shootings here in the u.s Mm -hmm. um and and there's still people that don't want to uh you know take this pandemic seriously so you're like, yeah. oh boy, you know, when are we like gonna really? What are we gonna do? You know, mm. what's what, what's wh- when's where's this gonna end? You know, what what's this next phase of our lives gonna be, man? It's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 really it's strange sitting in in the UK and kind of watching everything that's going on in the US because we get sort we see more of what's going on in the US on that side of things than we do in the UK. Um, it's all the sort of like racism and negativity and discrimination is kept quite hush hush over here because for some reason a lot of people in the UK like to believe that it doesn't exist over here and that we're perfect which is a load of fucking shit it's just as bad over here I mean that's like that's like Um, a uh, that's just like a, a template a thing that like Basically, like the royal family just seems to have uh, created. So now everybody else just kind of <laughs> yeah, just just goes along with it and pretends it doesn't exist, which is just so so backwards. Because all you're actually doing then is encouraging it to happen more. Because yeah. it, it it kind of it says to people, well, you can do it and get away with it, and that shit needs to stop. Right. Yo, when I first heard of Vaxed, it was when you guys dropped Elite you know, your first video, and my, my friend was like, yo, check this out, man, I watched, I watched that video over and over and over and over again, I'm like, man, Thank I loved you. it for just, for probably a couple of weeks, I was listening to that, <laughs> I was like, I was watching that, I was like, oh, man, this is dope, you know, um, yeah. and then, you know, earlier this year, when the news came out that you guys uh, signed with Napalm, you got an album coming, I was like, Yo, oh man this is you know this is something good for 2021 and you know i just heard the album man and it uh it's everything that i, I was hoping for man it, it, it thank you like i love it i love it i love it you know what's so like you know going back a little bit you know mm-hmm. before that first uh that that first video came out for uh elites you know what, what were you guys doing before that you know what were your guys lives like you know why did this band start Ah, so before all that, we were not happy people. I mean, I can't say we're exactly ecstatic people now, um, but with the state of the world, but we were artistically in a place that was just at a dead end. We were in bands that we hated, music that we hated, and nothing was really going anywhere. And so we kind of just said, we're either gonna quit music altogether or we're going to start afresh and do something that we want to do, say what we want, wear what we want. And we said, if Vexed works, great. If it doesn't, we're going to quit music altogether. And uh, luckily, it, it, it worked. <laughs> you know, for that, you know, it looks like you guys came out the box with a dope video, a dope song. You had, uh, you know, CJ from uh, Thy Art is Murder on this track also. Yeah. You know, how did that all culminate to where you're like, Yo, you guys are coming out of the box like, like legit, like boom. Thank you. Um, it was really just a 
literally this is our last 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 lying this and it's all or nothing so when we like said right we're going to release our first single elite we were like this needs to be big and it's just not big enough without somebody like cj on it so we kind of went into it being like we're going to be unapologetically ourselves and that's where the sound came from but we also want to you know come out with a bang so contacting cj and being like do you want to feature was the best thing that could ever happen to us because i don't think we'd be where we are now without him so it was amazing you know, after you know, after doing that, how did you guys just kind of keep it up? Because every video you guys done thus far, like they're dope videos. They look like you know little mini movies. You know, everything about you know Vex looks cool. The the visuals, Thank the you. t-shirts, the merch. Like, how did you make sure that you know this last shot that you guys were doing, we're gonna make mm. it count and make everything look like really fucking cool. Thank you. Um, it was literally because we stopped kind of doing what people wanted us or expected us to do. I think um, a lot of metal bands, especially ones with women in them, feel the need to kind of fit a mold. Yeah. And we were like, nah, we're not going to do any of that. We're going to make merch, which we would actually wear, as opposed to like what we think metalheads would like. Um, and yeah, we just went into everything with what would we actually want kind of attitude and the music videos again was one of those things where we were like we wanted to look like a horror movie and we want it to be big so we found people that we were on the same page with i think it's really important in a band and just in general to have a, t a group of people around you that you trust and yeah. that respect you um so yeah we just had a good group of people around us and as cliche as it sounds, we just did what we wanted to do. Yeah, one thing that really stuck out, you know, from that first video is that, and you mentioned like, you know, you're you're a woman in this, you know, heavily man, you know, man dominated yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, but your place in the band, what you're bringing off, it's just like everybody. It wasn't that you're a woman in this band. It's like this is a band. We're all just mates yeah. and everything. And that's what I really liked about what, that's what I really grabbed onto it is that like, this is the whole band. You're not just mm -hmm. like, uh, like yeah, a novelty. Not just me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. Cause like recently, especially, I mean, until the end of time, women will get compared to each other. But recently it's kind of made me realize that the metal scene when it comes to women is a real sort of like fetishized place. Yeah. And, and, it, and it pisses me off, you know, because from the start, it's always been for me, we're all equal in the band um, and that's that. And so the fact that you got that just makes my day. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. In that first, yeah. In the uh, in elite video, I'm like, yo, like, it looks like, like, it looks like you were about to bust some rhymes or something, man. Like <laughs> yeah. I was teasing her before uh, we started rolling that, you know, her name sounds like a, you know, a rap name. <laughs> and I was like, and that's how, and that's, and I got this like fresh energy from you and the band that I was like, oh, plus it was a killer song. So it was just like, I instantly became a fan, you know, there was Thank just something you. different there. You know, that's what I really yeah. dug about it. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You guys come out with a couple um, um, of singles um, mm -hmm. before um, getting signed to Napalm, you know, how did all that happen? You know, I'm sure there was other uh, labels too that were you know, showing interest and everything. But I was, you know, I was happy when, uh, you know, Napalm picked you up. 
Yeah, it was, um, it all happened really, really fast. And to be honest, it, it never really sunk in until about a couple of days ago. Like we've just been riding this wave in lockdown and like from my bedroom basically. So none of it actually has felt real. Um, Until a couple of days ago, um, I was sat in the bath watching somebody do a playthrough of one of our songs. And I just burst into tears because I was like, it finally sunk in. It was like, oh my God, people are covering our songs. What the fuck? This is insane. Um, So yeah, it, it happened really quickly in the sense that we've been trying for decades with old bands and nothing happened. And then suddenly we make Vex and it's like, you've got an offer here, you've got an offer here, you've got an offer here. And if anything, it kind of speaks for just being yourself. Um, being yourself is the best thing you can do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we had a couple of offers from a couple of other labels, but um, I think... I, th- I know one of them was scared off by a woman with a loud mouth. So I think um, <laughs> <we> scared- <laughs> I think we scared off a couple. Um, but ultimately... Yeah, get them, get them people out of there, man. Get them out. Yeah, exactly. Don't need them. Um, and Napalm were just like, a woman with a loud voice? Yes, we're going to put you on a platform to shout about it. So that was really cool. Really have a lot of time and respect for Napalm. Yeah, and they've, they've had many other bands that, you know, have women... You know, yeah, fronting bands. Yeah, it's a, such a mixed range on their roster. It's really cool. Yeah, that you know, I, you know, that I was very happy, and I'm like, oh, we getting a Vexed album. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I yo, I had my pre order like the first day for the vinyl, man. I was oh, just like, oh, that's so cool. I'm like, I better amazing. I, I bet I better get this vinyl. Like, I gotta get this instantly, <laughs> man. Because I was, I was so I was so hyped. Um, like when it comes to the album, though, you know, uh, you know, I definitely, uh, you know. We, you know, we get to see more of the band than when we yeah. saw the first two albums. Um, there's more clean singing from you. Um, yeah. You're really diving into some really personal shit. Like I, um, on your, um, on your Instagram, you had that one post about all the, all the, you know, sexual abuse count encounters you've, you've witnessed and encountered yeah. yourself. And you, you said that like, you know, that was just the tip of the iceberg, you know? Yeah, and yeah. That's, you know, even before reading that, you know, I knew this album was, you know, heavily influenced by that, you know? Like, mm. talk about, like, the importance of, you know, telling, you know, these stories from your point of view. Yeah, so that's it really is. I do feel it's important because even though for years I've either been told to keep my mouth shut and don't talk about it, or I felt, too ashamed to talk about it I think a lot of victims feel victim guilt and it got to the point where it was like if we're going to do vexed I'm going to speak my truth and I feel like if you get an opportunity to be given a platform like I have you can either kiss your own ass on it which I don't respect or you can try and help other people and that is what I really really hope culling culture does because I do touch upon you know uh being a victim of abuse on a lot of different levels and although you know my experience was horrific it's not as bad as maybe some other people may have experienced and if if our songs and lyrics can make people realize that you're not alone yeah that's all i can hope for because you know growing up you look up to people who are in bands and, and you sometimes idolize them as a, as a kid and it's easy to forget that they're real people with real lives and real stories. And so if there's anyone that's in a vulnerable position 
and is going through something really shit and awful just to be able to tell them i understand you and i hear you and it's not right is all i can hope for really and even if you feel like your stories are not as you know horrible as others a lot of people are in your shoes also and don't and yeah and might not talk about it because they think theirs is not but so like saying that you know putting this out there makes those people comfortable yeah exactly and that's the thing i think because you know victim guilt is a big thing you often think oh well maybe i'm just making a big deal out of this but actually saying to people no you're in a safe place and no matter what you've experienced if it's wrong it's wrong you know there's no levels of should i feel bad you know your um your pain is just as valid as anybody else's but um yeah i hope it helps people speak their truth and feel like there's somebody out there who is human i'm you know I'm just, I'm just a normal person like the rest of us. You know, after that first single, after Elite, you know, what, what did you guys do to sort of build up the band to sort of make noise like in your area, your city, your country, maybe out in Europe, you know, what, was there any, was there any things that were very successful during those early, you know, t- times, you know, just getting this band off the ground? It was literally just live shows. I mean, they they feel like such an alien thing now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just we get get the first song out, get the second song out, and just tour. So we went we went across Europe, and then we did a UK tour at home. And it was literally just connecting with people and just talking to people face to face, playing music, live shows, um, and just speaking to people. I think that was the most important thing was to actually meet people talk about their experiences and you know humanize the band i think that was the most important thing for us um and then annoyingly the pandemic hit so (laughs) we (laughs) ruined everything whack whack yeah yeah what were the types of shows you guys were doing when um when you know you're you're first going out there did you guys feel comfortable with each other how was the band feeling live and because you're a type of band that can kind of yeah. so like what were, the, what were the type of shows that you guys were doing and how do you like sort of you know how, how do you feel like you fit in and win over these crowds it's it's a weird one because whenever i start like um screaming or whatever you call it i always get the eyes <laughs> they're like wasn't expecting that and it's like well you should um you know there's lots of women doing this but um you know it's it's one of those things where when we first went out we were nervous because we'd suddenly gone from being um this ticking all these boxes band to just doing what we wanted um which sounds great but actually when you're so used to acting a kind of way um when you suddenly have that freedom it was a bit like oh what do we do (laughs) Um, But we all have such a tight friendship and like ultimately we're just best friends first. So we do have that real trust and real belief in each other. Um, And so our live shows are just pure cathartic wreckage, carnage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, we go we go hard and it's aggressive and it's angry. Um, And those first few shows were smaller venues, but that just made it. Oh yeah, even better. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier, you were mentioning how, like, you know, this group of people that you know come together, start this band, like, 
you guys were unhappy people about what's going on. Do you feel any better about yourselves, you know, after making this album? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I feel like I'm just speaking my truth. And I think for years, we're, we're all guilty of it. We kind of put on this image of what we think people want us to be or look like or act. Um, and it's even though, you know, you might be getting good recognition for it or whatever. Yeah. Um, inside, you're like, this is shit because this isn't who I really am. So to be able to suddenly be myself and to a lot of the time not be liked for it, it's actually quite liberating. <laughs> um, it's in a weird way. Like when we first came out with Elite and stuff, the amount of hate I got was, you know, it, it did get to a point where I wanted to quit. But when I kind of got over that bridge of not caring what anyone thinks, it's liberating to be hated for who you are because ultimately all they're doing is exposing themselves. There's nothing wrong with the individual. It's the person who's, who's throwing the hate that is. Yeah. And it's one the, of like, you know, okay. A lot of us, when we want to do something, that's the thing that we would have, that would have people hate us. Yeah. And when it actually kind of happens, but you like, are like, yo, but, but this is awesome what I'm doing. You yeah. know, that does sort of like give you that freedom to be like, you know what, you know, screw you guys. You know, we're going to, yeah. there's all these other people that think we uh, kick ass, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And if anything, you've just got to thrive in the negativity and make it, make it feel the fire, make it make you want to be a better artist and make better songs and, you know, um, let them expose themselves for, for being the dickheads they are. Yeah, there's just going to be some people that hate stuff. There's just going to be some people that just hate women being in metal, you know? Yeah, yeah. I get that every single day, and it makes me laugh now. Like, before, I used to get really upset, and now I'm like, no, it's just hilarious, because actually you're publicly letting the world know that you're a sexist asshole. So go on, carry on. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> it has, has no effect on me. You're just making yourself look a fool. When, you know... When you guys were sitting down, you know, first writing Culling Culture, you know, yeah. what was something that you just, what, you know, what was sort of the mood of the band? You know, what did you guys want to get out of this album? And once it was done, do you feel like you accomplished it or did it better? Um, we wanted some sort of relief um, because each song is about an individual person in my life who I've culled out of it. And so each song was kind of my way of getting closure on those incidents and those people. But it's definitely been a process because there's a lot of songs we look back on it and think, oh my God, that's so shit. Honestly, like we're so proud of them and we love them. But like, it's it's one of those things where because it, we've been sat on it for a long time now, we look back and we think, oh, God, we could have done so much better there. And I think everybody says that, you know, all bands say yeah, that. Yeah, and I think it's, it's healthy to be self-critical. Yeah. You know, nobody, nobody likes uh, somebody who's, you know, arrogant. Yeah, the um, next record, so. you'd be like, yo, let's do this, you know, instead of this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So it was a learning process doing it, but I think we did find our feet at the same time. So there's, like, there's songs on there that we started with, like Misery, and um purity 
that are a bit like, mm. and then we kind of wrote hideous and fake, and we were like, yeah, we've found our feet now. So <laughs> it was a journey. You know, what was your what was your upbringing like? You know, what were you like? You know, as a kid, you know, when did you start really getting into music? Oh, that's a deep question. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, upbringing was a weird one. Um, I was raised by a single mum, and there's four of us. Um, my, my mom had an identical twin sister, so it was like we had two mums. Um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, and then unfortunately when I was 10, she passed away. So it was kind of, it was, it was fine for the first 10 years and then everything turned to shit. And, um, that's when I started my secondary school, which I think is, um, junior high for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I started there and I just lost my second mum and I was incredibly depressed and didn't speak to anyone um couldn't make any friends got really badly bullied so I had to be homeschooled for a while and um during that time there was you know a couple of men that my mum was dating who were coming in out of my life at separate times who were incredibly abusive um and so I had the loss of my second mom to deal with. I was being sexually um, abused. I was being physically abused. I was suffering with anorexia. It was like everything was just horrific. Wow. And it was just a pure self-loathing, pure self-hatred, horrificness. Um, but then I got put into a school for kids who were bullied or had illnesses. Um, and there was a lad in one of the rooms playing Chelsea Smile by Brimming Horizon. And I was just like, what is that? And that was the moment where I was like, I'm in love with music. I don't just like listening to it. I'm in love with music. <laughs> and it, it was Brimming the Horizon that brought me out of my shell yeah. and um, made me more confident and made me confront these people and stand up for myself. And uh, yeah, it was... It was bring me that made me fall in love. <laughs> yeah, it sounds mad. like yeah, it sounds tough, but like it's 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 good that you're able to find you know something to you know give you the strength to be able to you know face those things, and now you yeah. can try to do that for someone else. Yeah, a hundred percent, and that's that's all I can hope for. Really, um, is that I've been through it, you know, and I, I again I say this a lot, but I think it's important to say you know, I understand that I still am from a place of privilege. I'm white, I'm cisgender, I'm straight. You know, I I have a lot going for me that, yeah. you know, some people don't just as soon as they're born, you know. Um, so I know I'm privileged from birth. Um, so I'm fully aware of that all of my situations could have been made 10 times worse from just having a different skin color, for example. Yeah. But I, I hope that people can see that the experiences I've had, as awful as they were, you can still get through them. And uh, if anybody can take comfort from them, that would, you know, it would make everything worthwhile. Right. Like, in, you know, and with this platform that you're building, you can always, you know, you can be the ally. You know, you can yes. be like, all right, you know, this, these are things you should know about that these people who experience them, who are different than me, but we have this common sort of goal, you know, we can, yeah. we can build upon this. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. 
you know, outside of, you know, these days, outside of, uh, you know, doing music, you know, how do you sort of keep, keep shit together, you know, keep your, you know, what, what do you do for fun? You know, how do you relax, you know, decompress? Um, animals, literally, I am the biggest crazy animal lady you'll ever meet. Oh, like... yeah, man. Check her uh, Instagram stories, man. <laughs> All these little cute chicks. Yeah. So when I'm like, when I'm 80 or whatever, if I live that long, I will be the crazy dog lady or the, the crazy duck lady. Literally, um, my animals and my pets are what have got me through the last couple of the year and a half um, in lockdown. So, yeah, I just spend all my time. Um, I'm lucky enough to live in the countryside. Um, so I have space to hoard all these animals. No, I'm joking. I don't really hoard them. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's my main love other than music is um, spending time with my animals and uh, and my partner, Willem, who's a godsend. So, yeah, just uh, – but it's weird because even though I, I do have uh, love like that, the both of us still feel this void of we're just in purgatory kind of thing. It's like yeah. we're just – we're waiting for our lives to go back to normal. But, um, yeah, when I'm when – I'm, doing stuff for fun i'm quite an old lady i'm quite boring i like cups of tea and um sitting reading a book and you know nothing rock and roll <laughs> i don't know man these days like that that's the stuff that like sounds a lot more fun than <laughs> than the shit that i was doing when i was younger man i'm like like i was able to get through this pandemic quite like because i'm kind of an introvert but I, so yeah. i was just like oh you want me to stay home oh cool <laughs> yeah, you want me to stay in my bed for four months game on yeah like, i'm fine with that <laughs> i got i got all my records here man i'm cool yeah. <laughs> I, I got records yeah, i totally relate yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> how you know um you know how's it how's it like living you know on the countryside you know what's it like in you know that area what's the culture like it's it's a weird one because i wouldn't change it for the world but at the same time it does make you realize how isolated you are. Um, like you can't, there's no shop in walking distance. So you have to have a car to be able to do or see or buy anything. Yeah. Um, or see anyone or do anything. So uh, yeah, if you don't have a car, you are stranded. Um, but it's really nice in the sense that you can hide away from all the bullshit um, and literally just sit in a field with a bunch of sheep all day and they don't bother you. They don't. They don't. They don't care about anything. Um, That's nice. But yeah, culture-wise, it's it's pretty good. Um, where I'm from, the more you stray out into the towns and cities, it's same shit. You know, um, you know, a, a bunch of middle-class white people who don't think that there's any problems in the world. Um, but I'm really lucky to have family and friends around me who do see it and uh, aren't afraid to speak out. I'm very blessed in that way. You know, what other, you know, is there any other kind of music that you listen to? You know, what, what, what do you vibe out to when, you know, you're not doing music? Oh, rap music is my, is my love. Rap music, grime. Oh yeah, uh, grime, yeah. hip hop, yeah. Who's, yeah some of your, who's some of your favorite grime artists, hip hop artists, whatever, you know? I'm a hip hop head, oh. you know, that's where I come from, so. Oh, cool. Yeah. Amazing. I'm more of a hip hop so, like, head than like a metal head, but like, like it's like hip hop and metal, but like my roots are like in hip hop, in the Detroit hip hop scene here and everything, oh, so. Sick. 
That's so good. Who are your favorites? Like, who do you listen to? My favorites of all time, Um, you know, you'd have like Mob Deep, uh, Wu-Tang Clan, um, Gangstar, yeah. uh, Slum Village. Yeah. Um, those, um, yeah, those are like a few of the top ones. Um, yeah. Yeah, like that type of stuff, you know, Capone so and Noriega, cool. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very similar. Um, like whenever we're on tour, you don't hear like the traditional metal tracks being played in the van. Like we've got NWA blasting like yeah. all the way, all the way around Italy. It was just NWA. <laughs> um, my, uh, my, I want to say guilty pleasure, but I shouldn't feel guilty for it. My, one of my never feel artists. guilty. Never feel guilty. Yes. I don't have any guilty pleasures. I own <laughs> up all to all the weird shit that I, that I like. Amazing. Um, Cardi B, I love Cardi B oh, yeah. so much, and Megan The Stallion, she's very cool. Yeah, um, I love those two. Oh, I They're love them hilarious. too. Yeah, um, Stormzy is another one. Yeah, who, uh, he's huge in the UK. And yeah, he's big just... Stormzy fan. I've loved Kano for a long ass time. Cool. Uh, you know, yeah. Dizzy Rascal, man. Shoot. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, amazing. Dizzy Rascals, um, they, I love you is one like one of my favorite records of all time. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know what he's up to nowadays. Really, he's gone a bit more quiet. But... Yeah, he comes out with something every once in a while, and like yeah, I get an email about it, and I'm like, it's like a single, and then mm-hmm. he disappears. Then another single comes out. But, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I dig a lot of the grime rap. I've I've listened to that for a long time. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's so cool. And like, you know, Wiley and, you know, all those, you know, all those cats. Yo, Skepta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Skepta's sick. Um, Stormzy's probably my number one. He's so cool. And he's he's such an amazing role model. He's like what the UK need right now. He's so cool. Yeah, it's it's, what's cool about, you know, someone like, I mean, all all like the grime uh, artists, you know, they also have have a side of them where, you know, they were making, you know, more like pop music and whatnot. But mm. what I liked about like people like Stormzy is that they're taking that, uh, you know, going that mainstream route, but also making it very artistic, you know. Yeah. A lot of times in the day, some of the grime rappers, eh, their, their, their mainstream stuff would kind of be like really poppy, like. It's yeah. it's like not even rap music anymore. But I like what Stormzy, I like him because he he makes it so like artistic. Yeah, and uh, that's literally it. I don't know. If, did you ever watch his um, Glastonbury set he did? No, I didn't. Wore, oh, it's so good. Highly recommend. Yeah, he was wearing a uh, a bulletproof vest that Banksy had like painted on for him, and it was just oh, it was just so cool. Yeah, he he just brings another element to grime that like you didn't think was actually possible yeah. um and then and but it's actually glastonbury uh headliner possible you know it's yeah very cool yeah me and me and one of my closest friends we were gonna go up to uh montreal to see uh oh, amazing. but like the pandemic happened that was like la- that was yeah. like last may and i was oh. like oh man uh yeah like one day one day you'll see yeah. him. I you know, I did see I did see uh Dizzy Rascal once. He he Oh did you? He had a US tour with LP from uh Run the Jewels, like before oh, Run wow. the Jewels. Like this is like yeah. back and it was in this really small venue we have here have he have here. It would it would probably be at the venue that you might play if you ever came to to our area. And it was just like, yo, Dizzy just blew my 
my wig straight off, man. He was just like, like not no hype, man. He was just rapping his ass off. I was like, yo, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> I still remember it. It was like yesterday. What do you hope, uh, you know, your fans get out of this album once they start, you know, once people start, you know, getting a hold of it? I just hope it brings somebody half an hour of forgetting about everything that's going on and just enjoying themselves. You know, we've been surrounded by so much shit for so long. Um, I just hope it's an escapism for some somebody. Um, and I just also hope that people can relate to it. Um, you know, if it brings comfort and escapism, um, yeah, comfort and escapism. I would love that so much. Any, you know, final thoughts you have about, you know, the new album, you know, Culling Culture? Final thoughts. Um, I hope you love it. Um, but there's more to come. There's more to us that we haven't, uh, you know, shown the world yet. And uh, we're excited to be able to show you a side of us you haven't seen. It's been awesome talking with you, Megan. Love the new Thank album. Thank you so much for having me. Love yeah, it. You're a wonderful so person. Good. I'm Thank so you. psyched, you know, that Vexed is, you know, getting a bigger opportunity. Love, uh, like I said, from that first uh, that first video, I was hooked. So everybody go, you know, cop Culling Culture, Napalm yes. Records. Go get that vinyl. Go get that uh, digital, whatever. Go get some uh, go get some gear. You know they got some fresh gear. Tell everybody yes. online where they can go uh, to you know get more information about Vexed and the album. So if you go to www.vexedvexedvexed.com, so three vexeds.com, um, you can go watch all our singles, cop some merch, and uh, find out anything and everything about Vexed. It's been great talking with you. Yeah, thanks again for chatting. It's been, like I said, it was... No, my pleasure. Thank I, you for having me. I couldn't wait to get this album in my inbox, and I was like, I was psyched this week to get it, so... Makes me so happy. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Fresh of the Word podcast, hosted and produced by myself, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier, empowered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash fresh of the word. Fresh of the Word theme music provided by Steve O., you can find more of his productions at imstevo.bandcamp.com, and that's E-Y-E-A-M-S-T-E-V-E-O.bandcamp.com. Fresh of the Word is available on all major streaming platforms. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. If you want to support Fresh of the Word, please consider pledging via Patreon at patreon.com slash fresh of the word. Follow Fresh of the Word on social media on Twitter at Fresh of the Pod, on Instagram at Fresh of the Word Podcast, and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Fresh the Word. For more information about Fresh of the Word and our other podcasts, Breaking Records and Renaissance Soul, and a collection of pop culture articles and reviews, please visit freshofthepodcast.com. Thank you for listening and your support. Goodbye and good night. Fresh, 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 fresh is the word.